Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Na 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 na
I call my shepherd Ali 
JM in the AM. Yehuda Green with Rachel Menu. It is this Shabbos? Uh, yeah, this Shabbos is Rachel Menu's yard site, according to tradition. Um, that's the Rachel Menu song off of uh, Yehuda Green's uh, album entitled uh, Nishamala. One King, that was done by uh, Shlaimi Gertner. You heard Miami in there with Yivarechacha. Yishtabach, Yaakov Shweki. Ohad with two brand new ones off of Bisha Tova. You heard both Lavado and the title track. Nigun Leviatan, brand new from Lenny Solomon from the album Shira Yatera, which just came out. We had a new music alert Monday with Lenny in that album yesterday. And of course, Regesh and Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this October the 16th, the 7th of Marcheshvan. Today we start saying Vesein Talumatar in Israel. In Israel, they started saying it last night. Outside of Israel, it'll be another six weeks or so before we start saying it. Uh, here it's done uh, December the 4th uh, outside of Israel. In Israel, it's always done two weeks after Yontif ends, and that's the 7th of Mar Cheshvan. They started saying Vesein Talumatar in Israel last night. Uh, 51 degrees outside with partly cloudy weather and a high temperature of 60. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low temperature of 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high New York, 62 degrees. Right now, you shall lie at 75. We're at 51 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, thanks, everybody around the world, for tuning in. Much appreciated. There's an issue that I discovered yesterday when I was discussing um, the whole Zion Mar Cheshvan topic with somebody how again on the 7th of Mar Cheshvan that is the day that uh, they start saying the Saint Talamutar in Israel uh, we don't say it until you know we don't switch until December um, so I had a uh, an interesting discussion that led to a discovery that I had never known before it led to a discovery about our tradition that I never knew before and I am trying to contact Rabbi David Heber, so I would love to do this on the air with him <laughs> in a little bit of a five-minute addendum to what we discussed two Fridays ago. And uh, if we are able to do that, I'll let you know. I, I don't mean—I I really don't mean to hold everybody in suspense on this one. It's not that big of a deal, but I've, it's a very interesting piece, and hopefully we'll have Rabbi Heber on and be able to get into it at some point um, uh, this week here at uh, JM in the AM. All right. I have to contain my excitement because it may be it may be a small deal, but I think it's really cool, frankly. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see if we can get him on and discuss it at some point. As we said, it is the uh, yard site of Rachel Menu this coming Shabbos. That is the tradition. Uh, Rabbi Ari Rockoff's going to join us later on. He'll be in studio. We'll talk about uh, NCSY and StaffCon. And um, the fact that this coming Monday night, the Nahum Siegel Network is going to be doing something very interesting and uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things we love about being associated with NCSY from a broadcast standpoint is we really get an opportunity to see up close and personal what's happening with the Jewish future. Uh, future in terms of leadership, future in terms of the youth, etc., etc. Rabbi Ari Rockoff is going to join us coming up uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. And I think you will be uh, impressed, to say the least, with some of the things he'll be he'll be telling us, and some of the things he'll be telling us specifically about what's happening 
after this weekend uh, with NCSY. So that'll be happening later on this hour here, and not this hour, but later on this program here at JM and the AM. So just keep it here for all of that and plenty more. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's a Tuesday morning, an exciting Tuesday already at JM and the AM.
Hashem Shema Bekonim 
Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M. with Avremo. Avram Freed with Rachem off of the Sheer album. Rox Machot, that was eighth day. Lipa had B positive. Mi Mama Kim, that's Amram Adar. Kolachai, as requested on our app with Bikarov. And Shalshelis in there. Avinu off the album. We're coming home. Tuesday morning, it is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Gale Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. By the way, conference yesterday with uh, Elliot Weiselberg, and we may be as close as one week away from the uh, Yeshiva League sports update. Yeah, it could start as early as next week, which would be really, really cool. Uh, so I'll thank Elliot in advance for all of his hard work, and it is hard work, that's for sure. Putting it all together and uh, doing it every single week. But Tuesdays will be the day. I mean, there are exceptions. There's some weeks we got to push it. But Tuesdays will be the day for the Yeshiva League sports update. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next to JNM. חצי שנה מאז טרור העפיפונים והבלונים, ובקקל מציגים תמונת מצב עגומה, יותר מחצי משטחי הערות מערב הנגב שרופים. על פי הנתונים, יותר מאלף ומאה שרפות התרחשו בעקבות טרור התבערה, וחילו קרוב לשנים עשר אלף דונמים של טבע ויערות. כתבנו מאיר מארציאנו מוסר שבקקל הדגישו כי בכוונתם לפתוח בתוכנית רחבה לשיקום האזור. התחתה עתירתו של יצחק רוחברגר שביקש להתמודד בבחירות הקרובות לרשות עיריית רמת השרון בעקבות הרשעתו בפלילים. רוחברגר, ראש העירייה לשעבר, טען כי בשל העובדה שריצה את עונשו בעבודות שירות ולא במאסר, 
אין לפסול את המועמדות שלו, אך טענתו נדחתה על ידי בית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב. זמן קצר לאחר מתן ההחלטה הוא שוחח עם רינו צרור. זאת הזכות החוקית שלי להתעקש על המחשבה ועל הפרשנות ועל העמדה החוקית שאני חושב שהיא נכונה. כן. בית המשפט חשב אחרת. מבחינה חוקית יכולתי, ניסיתי, באהבה גדולה. בית המשפט אמר לי לא, מה נותר לי לעשות? אז לא. הלווייתו של עורך הדין דוקטור יעקב ויינרוט תיארך היום בשעה שש ורבע בבית העלמין בנתניה. ויינרוט, פרקליט צמרת שבמשך עשרות שנים ייצג פוליטיקאים ואנשי ציבור רבים בתיקים מתוקשרים, נפטר הלילה לאחר מאבק ממושך במחלת הסרטן. בגלי צה"ל שמענו את אחיו ושותפו, עורך הדין אבי ויינרוט. החיים שלו היו חיים של נתינה, חיים של, באמת של, של דאגה לזולת. אנשים מכירים אולי את, ה, את התדמית שלו כעורך דין גאון, מבריק, שמופיע בבתי משפט, בחוקי חקירה נגדית נהדרת וכולי, אבל ביומיום שלו הוא פשוט היה איש חם, אוהב, נותן כל הזמן. ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו התעמת עם תושבת קריית שמונה בעת נאום שנשא בעיר וסיפר בין השאר על ידידותו עם עורך הדין יעקב ויינרוט. בין השאר נתניהו אמר לתושבת, את לא מעניינת, את משעממת אותנו. אנחנו פתחנו עשרות מרכזים כאלה, במה שקרוי הפריפריה. גלי צה"ל שוחחנו עם התושבת אורנה פרץ, שהסבירה, אני מצביעת ליכוד ורציתי בסך הכל להשמיע את קולם של החלשים. אין לנו כאן רפואה מתקדמת, אז אם אני באה להביע את המחאה שלי ולהגיד את דעתי, לבוא ולהגיד, את פשוט לא מעניינת, איפה הדמוקרטיה? אתמול הוא נאם מעל בימת הכנסת שאנחנו חיים במדינה הכי דמוקרטית שיש. תפסיקו עם החמוצים. אני רוצה להגיד לבנימין נתניהו, אני לא מהחמוצים, אני מהמתוקים. חבר הכנסת זוהר בהלול הגיש את התפטרותו הרשמית מהכנסת לאחר שלפני כשלושה חודשים הודיע על כוונתו להתפטר ממך על אישור חוק הלאום. הוא שוחח עם יעל דן. ביקשתי ממש לפני בערך שעתיים. את לא מדמיינת לעצמך כמה פניות, אפילו דרמטיות, של השעות האחרונות ניסו אנשים להניע אותי מההחלטה כדי שאני לא אבצע את המהלך הזה. אבל את יודעת, חוק הלאום הרי יצוק בתוך האדמה עד לנצח. והתחזית בלילה ייתכן גשם מקומי בצפון ולאורך החוף. ולסיום, אנונימוס המגנה על בעלי החיים חוגגת 25 שנה והחליטה לשנות את שמה. מהיום אמרו עמותת אנימלס. הנה שירה הרצנו, דוברת העמותה. ישראל הפכה למעצמה טבעונית, למובילה עולמית בתנועה להגנת בעלי החיים. וזה הזמן להעלות הילוך. הגיע הזמן לדבר על בעלי החיים. לא על האנונימיות שלהם, אלא עליהם עצמם. על האפרוח, האבז, העגל, הדג, הטלה. מאנונימוס לאנימלס. ואלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין.
Yochah, Hineimah, 
J.M. in the A.M. Benny Friedman, Rock Biyachad. Before that, Yehuda with Rock L'Kaye Mitzvos. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday at 12 minutes after 7 o'clock. As I was saying earlier, conference yesterday with Elliot Weiselberg, and it looks like our Yeshiva League sports update will start likely a week from today, if not then the following week. And that'll be Tuesdays, every Tuesday in the 7 o'clock hour right here at J.M. in the A.M. So make sure to spread the word. This is the uh, going to be the place to hear everything you need to hear about Yeshiva League Sports. Wanted to say hi to listener Ari, who checked in on the app very early this morning during bonus JM. Hello to Rabbi down in Atlanta. He says, Atlanta Jewish Academy is still with you here on the way to teach Torah. Shout out again to the early morning Rebbe in the ATL. <laughs> Play schlock. We should get to some brand new Lenny Solomon. You're right. Um, 
What else do we have here? Sam says, Boker Tov Nachum. Give a huge shout-out to Yaeli Kahan and Mo Dembitzer for treating us all to a huge, delicious breakfast here on the docks. Tadarabhan, of course. The Nachum Single stream is on while we munch the delicious food. Thank you, listeners, Sam. Thanks, everybody, who's checking in on the NSN app. Go to the NSN Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Comment away. Let us know what's going on. Also, check out our community calendar online. If you go to our community calendar right now, anything that we have posted for now until November the 17th is up there with a lot of uh, events at the Congregation Tamatara of Flatbush with um, with the Hilton Midtown Dinner tomorrow night for FIDF National. National FIDF Dinner is tomorrow night. Oh, I just refreshed. We have so many events now that are up there that some of the later events got pushed down. Uh, so I apologize for that. Uh, everything between now and October the 24th is up there on the homepage of our community calendar. Go to NahumSingle.com. Check out community calendar. But don't worry. The events will be showing up as time goes by. Uh, as we continue to go, the events will show up, and we will certainly be announcing them right here at JM in the AM. 51 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 60. Don't forget, you could sponsor all or part of a JM in the AM broadcast, including... Rabbi Goldwasser's a morning chizuk in honor of someone for someone's yard site, for someone's birthday. The Kalbach Show is coming up next week on Thursday. The Kalbach Yard Site's a week from Thursday. Anything you want to sponsor um, here at the JMNAM or the Nahum Single Network, go to fjbunity.org. You'll see at the top it says sponsorship opportunities, fjbunity.org. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
tzaddikim, through the eyes of the righteous. It's like seeing the world through the eyes of Hashem. David HaMelech teaches us in Tehillim, Rabbos Machshavos Belevish, man has many thoughts, many ideas, which he thinks are best in any given situation. David HaMelech teaches us, it's not these ideas that are everlasting, but it's those concepts taught to us by Hashem through the Torah. So how do we connect that infinite source? My Rebbe taught me that the way we connect is through being dumber, being connected to the ways of our Tzadikim. The word Eitzah can also be looked at as an abbreviation for Ayin Tzadikim. Through the eyes of the righteous is our pathway to Hashem. It's living our lives in the ways our Tzadikim view the world. It's through their holy eyes that we can see the world through pure clarity. Shall it again? 
J.M. in the A.M. on a Tuesday morning. Hello all, partly cloudy and a high temperature of 60. Rebbe Nachman, that's um, a Gershon Varoba from Ani Israel. Nochi Kronban had Rabos Machshavos here at J.M. in the A.M. Thanks to those who are commenting on the NSN app this morning. Feel free to comment away. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. And again, just comment away and let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc. Send us an email if that's your uh, choice. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com, Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NachumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com, and be in touch. Mentioned earlier, today's the 7th of Mar Cheshvan. They start saying, actually, they started saying the same Talmud there last night in Israel. That's right, in Israel, Zion Cheshvan is the day that... Um, that the St. Talamutter begins. So they started that last night in Israel. Outside of Israel, we're going to wait a while. It's going to be till the beginning of December that we start saying the St. Talamutter. We've asked, we've asked Rabbi David Heber to join us for a five-minute addendum about something about Zion Cheshvan that I discovered yesterday. We'll see if he could join us tomorrow or sometime this week waiting for an answer on that. Should be an interesting uh, short addendum to our conversation two Fridays ago about the 5779 calendar. JM in the AM Tuesday, Shalshelis Jr.
JM in the AM. That's Shalshellis Jr. from their volume number two with Rifa Enu. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Well, when I mentioned Rabbi Heber and the fact that we might uh, revisit um, our 5779 conversation uh, because of something I learned yesterday about Zion Cheshvan. Remember, Zion Cheshvan today is the first day they save a St. Talamatar in Israel. Um. We don't say the Saint Halamatar outside of Israel till the beginning of December. So I, as I learned, I, I discovered something yesterday about Zion Cheshvan. In addition to that, that I wanted to discuss with the Rai Heber. So I mentioned we've invited him back on the air for a few minutes. So uh, Dr. Rosenshine, um, it, it triggered in his mind something he wanted to make sure to tell me after the last Rabbi Heber appearance that he couldn't believe that both Rabbi Heber and I had never heard of the custom that some shuls have. That on uh, a day of Yisker, you give alias during Kriyas Torah to those who say Yisker, a preference to those who say Yisker. And frankly, as I told Dr. Rosenstein, I was shocked that neither Rabbi Heber nor I, after all these years, had ever heard of that mitic. I- I'm totally shocked by that, that I'd never heard of it. Um, anyway, so hopefully we'll have him on. And uh, speaking, by the way, of... Um, of Dr. Rosenshine, I want to take this opportunity to wish a couple of Flatbush families a major mazel tov. The engagement of Gershon Walk and the Sarah Zemit. Mazel tov from all of us here at uh, JM and the AM, a recently engaged couple and, of course, part of the extended Rosenshine family. So to the Walks and the Zimits, we say mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM on the recent engagement. Mazel tov to Gershon and Sarah. Also, speaking of mazel tovs, over the weekend we learned, as many people did, uh, that the Dax family and the Steinberg family are celebrating an engagement. David Dax and Naomi Steinberg uh, are um, are uh, a recently engaged couple. So, of course, the Shlemy Dax and the entire Mishpacha and the Eili Steinberg and the entire Mishpacha. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at uh, JM in the AM. And if you see Shlemy Dax or if you walk into uh, Gourmet Glot and uh, see Eili Steinberg, you make sure to wish them a very, very big major Mazel Tov. Again, Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zevin, Rabbi and Zechonishmas Esther Bas, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The great Tzaddik, Rabbi Yisroa Buchatzera, lived in the Tivot. He was known and legendary for his righteousness, his wisdom, and the miracles that he performed. He used to make a special feast in honor of Rosh Chodesh. Those in attendance were by invitation only. They included only Tamide Chachomim and specific people who were very needy or who were experiencing a difficult period in their lives. These individuals would be given the opportunity to receive a blessing from Baba Sali and to have him pray for them. Once, there was an individual in attendance. He didn't stop crying. He had seven daughters at home who were of marriageable age. He didn't have any money at all to make it possible. In addition, his wife had several serious situations that were facing her. The Yid cried and begged Baba Sali to bless him. Everyone who was there could see the anguish of Baba Sali when he heard this Jew's problems. He was filled with mercy for this child of Hashem who was enduring so much hardship. Suddenly, the door opened and the son-in-law of Babasali, Rav David Yehudayev, 
stood in the entrance. When Babasali saw him, he raised his voice and began to shout at him. To everyone's shock, he said to him, Why are you here? Who told you to come? Who invited you? What are you doing here? Reb David was thunderstruck. The people could see his fear. Everyone knew that Babasali loved every Jew, and certainly his own son-in-law. Why was he shouting at him? Babasali once again said to him, Who called you? Who told you to come? I want an answer. Reb David finally responded, A son-in-law is like a son, and the son is able to enter to his father whenever he wants. Babasali asked him, Please repeat the words. And the son-in-law did. A son-in-law is like a son, and a son is able to enter his father whenever he wants. Babasali then went over to the wall and began to cry bitterly. Do you hear this? My father in heaven, did you hear this, Hashem, what my son-in-law just said? A son can enter to his father whenever he wants. I wish to come before you right now and to ask you to help this Yid standing right here. Babasali stood and prayed for a long time. When he finished, he returned to the table turned to the father of the seven daughters and said, I prayed and I was answered. On this day of Shiva may all of our prayers and all of our bakoshos to Hashem be answered. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a good and meaningful day. I don't know. I, I apologize for those who are listening who think you have to fast today. I'm not quite sure how this happened. <laughs> it's happened a couple of times recently where it was obvious that uh, uh, the file that we were asked to present uh, for Rabbi Goldwasser somehow got mixed up with a different day. Today is the 7th of Maracheshvan. It is not Shavasar Batamos. Enjoy your breakfast and don't worry. Tuesday morning broadcast. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. <laughs> I didn't know Right, left, straight ahead or turn around Suddenly a voice spoke to me It was music to my ears It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I'd heard the voice said to me, recalculate, it's never too late, recalculate, there's always a road to bring you home again, recalculate, no reason to wait, recalculate, but you'll need a new dress for your GPS, 
other day, the other day, I lost my way. Oi, 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 I didn't know. No, no, no. Oh, right, left, straight ahead or turn around. Suddenly, suddenly, a voice spoke to me. Oh, it was music to my ears. It opened my eyes and calmed me down. It was the sweetest word I'd heard. The voice said to me, At your destination. JM in the AM. Avramo Avram Freed calls it Recalculate off the album Bring the House Down here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast. I told you that Rabbi Ari Rockoff would be in studio this morning. He is, in fact, the director of leadership development at the OU and concentrating on the uh, NCSY organization that has been very dear to us for a very, very long time. And we cherish all the opportunities we get. As I said earlier in the show, we cherish all the opportunities we get, not just because they're fun and exciting uh, whenever we're paired up with NCSY, uh, but we get to see up close and personal the development of the uh, uh, the youth in our community, development of that youth into leadership roles in our community, which is pretty cool, frankly. And we've been invited to spend this coming Monday night, this coming Monday night, at something that they call StaffCon. I believe it's it uh, stands for Staff Convention. We'll get into the uh, details in just a moment in terms of its official title, etc. And it will be broadcasting from there as hundreds gather uh, in one place, uh, specifically, um, uh, specifically um, regarding leadership, specifically regarding leadership development. So everybody out there, listen very carefully. On Monday night, starting at the 6 p.m. Eastern time, you'll have an opportunity to hear us with some very interesting people from a very interesting event brought to you by the OU and NCSY. And there'll be other opportunities as well. For those of you who prefer to listen to things during the daytime or at your office, we will certainly be replaying uh, that visit to StaffCon at other times during our NSN schedule. The Director of Leadership Development at the OU and NCSY is our friend Rabbi Ari Rockoff. A pleasure uh, 
to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. You know, I've been reading up about this job you have, which you've had how long now? Four years. Um, the, the, it must be, it, I, fun is the wrong word. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous because I think you have one of the coolest jobs in the Jewish community, frankly. Uh, but the right word might be, um, uh, might be encouraging. You get to see on a regular basis how regular people in our community, young people in our community, turn into effective leaders in our community. And that must be a heartwarming experience. Absolutely. And just to clarify one thing yeah. from the outset, you know, I think you have the most fun job. <laughs> sometimes, it's, sometimes it's difficult for me to remember that. <laughs> There's certain mornings, you know, where it's hard to remember that. But I appreciate that very much. I'm glad the perception out there is like that. Um, all right. So four years ago, the OU, it seems again, uh, and I say again, meaning based on what I read, it seems the OU made a decision that they are going to formalize, they are going to uh, structure um, uh, their their leadership advancement into a real department, into a real topic, into a real effort. Hence, your hiring. Explain what happened four years ago. So uh, just to put, put the credit where it's due, Alan Fagan four years ago um, became the CEO of, uh, of the Orthodox Union, and he gathered with the leadership then, including Rabbi Micha Greenland. Who we were, of NCSY. Of NCSY, who at the time was just assuming the international role there. He and I were in Smicha together. That transition happened at the same time. Correct. Alan and him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, about the same time. Right. And, you know, we don't sell uh, products. We're not Apple. Uh, we sell values. It's just about the people that we have. And, you know, Alan Fagan and, and Micha Greenland decided with others that this was going to be a priority of focus to put people first. And, you know, this is not this is not uncommon. Nahum. This is something that right. is done. You know, Goldman Sachs, big companies that, you know, you know, thankfully make tons of money and do very well. Um, they, they have very, very rigorous and uh, deep infrastructure of people development. Right. With great strategies behind it. Sure. Right, we just don't always associate uh, well-known Jewish organizations with operations correct. like Goldman Sachs. Correct, frankly. correct. And it's not so much the association; it's, it's. I would even say it's even more so for for a Jewish nonprofit right. that we have to put this as as our core value. Um, you know, everything. It's not. It's not profit driven. It's driven by uh, outcomes of uh, of connections to Judaism. So the goal, as you're sitting in this meeting four years ago. And someone, Alan, I assume, is describing you know, the goal of all this as you come aboard is, in fact, the goal to simply recognize who the young effective leaders are and try to retain them for as long as possible in this structure that we know as the OU? Absolutely. And I'll make it, I'll make it personal. I know your backstory a little bit. I remember <laughs> you from camp. Um, Nachum Siegel in college ran a radio show. Correct. I remember. Um, identifying the unique talent. And saying this is this is this is who you are. This is your flow. We call it in uh, industrial psychology uh, lingo. The kids um, say zone. I think zone in the zone. That's correct. Right. You know, I'm seeing you here in the studio in, in your zone, right. in your place of of absolute fun, um, and that, and that's really what it's about. It's about identifying you know people's unique talents, their abilities, and putting them in the right seat, right place, right time, which sometimes means. You know, shifting people around right. and giving them a little tap on the shoulder. So, you know, we have an operating methodology we call find them, grow them, keep them. 
and it's an, it's a methodology right. that we teach and that we embrace it and that we try to uh, create a culture around. And the grow might mean shifting them somewhere else yep. or advancing them, Correct. you know, to a specific degree. I mean, it's a sensitive issue, frankly. It's not always very sensitive, easily identifiable. Correct. Uh, and 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 what was the trend before this? The trend before this was that if an effective young leader was uninspired, they would literally leave the industry and possibly go, I don't know, into the private sector or into other jobs? Yeah, correct. You had asked what was going on in the, in the back room where I, where, where I was not. Right. Um, but the, you know, we'll call it the, um, the inflection point, the point that just led to this hire was, and to this creation, which again, I give credit to the organization, very few uh, Jewish nonprofits, even of large size, right. have this infrastructure internally the uh, the the pain point was people were leaving, people were um, not not um, not really fully actualizing their potential, and there was a lot of turnover. Hmm. Ari Ro- Rabbi Ari Rockoff is here as we discuss this unique leadership development uh, um, department at the OU, and we'll talk more about what's going to be happening this coming Monday night. Um, do the numbers reflect this? In other words, if I were to look at the OU's uh, roster. Four years ago, um, would it reflect that uh, that there was a lot of movement, a lot of coming and going from within and without the organization? And now, four years later, you've been able to raise the percentage of people who stay on and you know succeed in, in, in different areas of the organization. So the the answer is absolutely yes, um, but I'll put a caveat um, without taking too much credit. Um, we're highly mission aligned, uh, which makes us very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also means that we have a very high level of commitment. To stay, um, that's been. We're 120 years old. I may have Esrim <laughs> Shana, hopefully for another 120. Um, so a lot of that pre-existed. So I'm the, I, I really walked into a very positive culture in terms of the commitment, but in terms of the trajectory of career, I could say absolutely. We've had a, almost a 50% increase in our retention just within NCSY. NCSY is the largest program department of the Orthodox Union. We have 200 full-time staff, 600 volunteer uh, college advisors part of the uh, broader OU of almost 2,000 employees. So it's quite a large quite a large infrastructure. And if, and if other not-for-profits are listening right now, uh, even very effective ones, not necessarily Jewish, but not-for-profits in general that, you know, that we are very familiar with from, you know, campaigns and publicity and the work they do, et cetera, uh, are, are they suffering or is it a detriment to them if they do have a large turnover? In other words, if there are successful not-for-profits in this country, and we can name a hundred of them right now, is it a bad thing if they have a lot of, you know, constant changes going on? Uh, yes, <laughs> um, it's not. It's not a nonprofit issue. It's dollars and cents. One hundred and thirty percent, you know, cost on every on every hire. You invest mm. in training and development. You lose institutional knowledge. So for every um, hire you lose, or that is, um, or, or or someone who underperforms. You know, as well, you're you're lo- you're losing dollars and cents. We don't always think of it that way in Jewish nonprofit, but if you break down the dollars and cents of of the recruitment, the advertisements for positions, the trips to various places, right. the flights, you know, ten the time, uh, correct? A shul, a shul to hire yeah. a rabbi will have three or four prabas, you know, back and forth all the time. Even the volunteer time, it just adds up because whatever they're doing there, it's opportunity cost. They can't do something else for the institution, so the costs are very, very real. Yeah, very I wonder. Real. 
And most synagogues probably don't even think that way when yeah. they when they undertake the search process. Correct. You know, Correct. what's it going to cost us again, whether it's dollars and cents or time and and other factors. All right, so when 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 this all started, it seems uh, you were asked, in addition to overseeing the entire OU leadership development, to concentrate specifically on NCSY. Correct. And that is because the numbers bore out that in NCSY there was too much movement or not enough, you know, advancement from within. How would you describe it? Actually, no, quite the opposite. Um, the rationale is very simple. It's it's um, it's when you, when you incubate ideas like this, having large systems to test model them in is really crucial. Um, we have, you know, as I said earlier, 200 full-time staff in right. many different types of positions. The right. average employee at NCSY um, is, 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 uh, is there for seven and a half years, uh, which compared to industry standard in Jewish nonprofit, would you like to take a guess? I mean, I would assume um, it's at least double. The, the average- What's the average, three years? Less. Two years? Less. A year? A year and a half. <laughs> oh my I God. won't say the names of the organizations. Uh, they know who they are. But there's a lot of revolving uh, doors. In, the, in what we call the alphabet soup. You know, you're an right. outlier. Sure. You know, and uh, Jam and Am has great culture <laughs> and, and, and people stick around. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, it's a, um, you know, NCSY is, is an, first of all, it's an outstanding organization, you know, w- which has, you know, a legacy of 60 plus years, has, you know, people transitioning. In fact, almost every single leader in the organization currently, including Rabbi Micha Greenland, grew from within the organization. Right. See, that's so a, very deep infrastructure. So there's two factors. Number one, and I read a lot about the, from the material you sent, uh, there, there is a way to establish from the very beginning a welcoming effect on a staff member. That's number one. Anybody in business or in not-for-profits can learn from that. And, I, and, and not really complicated strategies, just common sense. Not, co- that, not that, complicated that, and not right, costly. Right, that often we don't think of, but are, but are so important. But... You just raised something that's so critical. If, in fact, so many people involved in NCSY started in NCSY, and I'm talking about way before they were professionals, yeah. doesn't that give the organization a little bit of a leg up that there's so many qualified people out there that have this emotional connection that it's, they probably uh, would not have if they went to work for another organization? It's, uh, the value proposition is is uh, remarkable. And priceless. Uh, and priceless. You know, Let's talk about sports. Right. Farm team, right? Um, you know, if you want to, you know, the Oakland days, you know, the famed the Billy Bean, right. Moneyball. That's now sort of a common. Uh, I know not everyone in New York wants to talk baseball. Right. But, you know, I'm from Boston, so. <laughs> oh boy. I uh, hope I can uh, watch money, it, ra- watch it, Rabbi. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping Miriam Wallach would be on the show so we could uh, talk 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 shop. Tra- but, uh, trash talk. But, but all kidding aside, you know, the the approach that teams are taking now. To, to invest, including the Yankees, right? Investing into their farm team, right. uh, not just acquiring players. You know, the, the the notion of building that all-star team and and thinking it's all going to work together. We see it in sports. It doesn't it doesn't always translate to uh, to victory. It doesn't always translate to Super Bowl. You know, wins. It's about yeah, nurturing it does, the talent and culture. Right. right. But it does translate into a certain culture. I mean, we know this from George Steinbrenner, who sure. you know basically said to anybody walking into the organization in a ball. You are now a Yankee, and therefore you, you are this, and you'll be expected to do this, and you'll be receiving this in return, whether it's a gesture, you know, something practical, et cetera, et cetera. Right. There's always so something. I, I brought some gifts for you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> not, you know. I'm not part of the team. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So if you come on Sunday, uh, we'll have 30 new staff members joining, and we invest uh, a ton in, you know, on the front end of when new people begin. New means what? New means people new, who joined NCSY at correct. what point? Um, you know, their first uh, full-time position right out of college. September, October? Correct. In the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. 
This will be their first major event. That's, this is the first major event. We bring them in a day earlier. Um, every single new staff member we match with a mentor, so that engages our, more, our senior team. Um, they tell them everything that they wanted to know, um, that, that they, didn't get, uh, they, didn't, they didn't get the benefit of uh, learning from. And we have 30 new staff. The uh, highest joining. ranking new staff member will be holding what position? Um, I, we don't do high. high it's, everyone's highly ranked. No, <laughs> um, meaning in terms meaning of we level. Have, I don't know. You have regional directors there. Are there new regional directors in the yeah, system? Every, every, the, every new staff member, including those who transition to new positions as well. Yeah. And there are some at high levels, I'm sure, saying. some At senior levels, let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm only joking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah correct. Sorry. But everyone from you know, their first position right out of college to, um, to you know, when I joined four years ago, you know, where do I get a pen? Right. Uh, how do I get? It didn't matter how much experience I had. Where's Mincha? Where's Mincha? Correct. Right. Where are the kosher restaurants? <laughs> right. This is the OU. I see uh, you asked the similar questions that we ask uh, here. <laughs> we actually have a startup guide, all kidding aside, with uh, with acronyms. You know, we use a lot of institutional language. Right. Which, you know. Jam and AM. What Ebbing. does that stand for? Ebbing. Ebbing. What is, what is By Ebbing the way, mean? I never heard the term Ebbing before. I was an outsider. I had never been ever on an NCSY That's event so in my entire uh, in my entire life. There are How? people in this audience getting a chuckle out of that. <laughs> That's funny. I guess I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> um, all right. So so they get all this inside information. They're meeting all the newbies on Sunday, and then does everybody join in at some point? Yeah, everyone joins on Monday. On Monday they come. That's uh, when Monday we show up. Yep, and that's when we have- uh, And literally every person correct. that's in the area or around the country the or the world- The country and the world. Anyone who has, yeah. Anybody who's available from the entire globe that works for NCSY will be there on yeah. Monday. All full-time staff right. and, uh, and part-time staff in the New York Tri-State who play key roles within our- Advisor systems. You know, many uh, many of your listeners are familiar with our summer programs. Right, sure. So, you know, many many of uh, that training weekend is amazing. Correct. Oh, know. right. You've seen that. Have you been to that? We were there last year. Okay. Sure. So that's uh, that's our farm team. Right. That's our that's our a, that's our A team. And right now, we we we're looking at that as a, as sort of our pipeline to drive the organization in terms of full time hires. Now, there's no way to know if Sunday and Monday are a quote unquote success, right? Like you sit down with your staff and associates at what point and are able to reflect in some type of post-mortem way that this was a an effective weekend or one that you know will bear the fruit that we're looking for so we, we try not to evaluate based on program um, we're people oriented so we do a lot of um, analysis and, uh, of, of employee engagement we call it employee engagement Surveys and enablement or? yeah yeah we're part of uh, we're part of a, a cohort of Jewish organizations um, that studies its staff year over year, and we measure it not based on a program. Yeah, the food could be great, and uh, there could be many measures of, of what we might call success, but that that w- they'll have no measure of um, of, uh, of uh, that will not be an indicator, I should say, right. of the person's success. You know, predictive success in their in their job. So we measure year over year employee engagement and enablement. Are they engaged in what they do? Meaning, do they love it? Yes. Are they enabled? Do they know how to do their job? Uh, maybe yes, maybe no. Some people are enabled. Um, they know what they're doing, but they don't really enjoy it anymore. So that's where we try to kind of move them along. So we do a lot of movement. We have about 22 staff this year in addition, not including 30, who have transition positions within uh, the organization um, you know, to take on either greater, you know, greater roles of uh, influence in different parts of the country or just in different roles that plays to their strengths, like almost like a specialty. Hmm. I, I just started reading a book called uh, Be Amazing or Go Home. Oh, wow. Um, heard it. And in the first chapter, they describe how the greatest favor an employee could do for an employer is to inform them when they're no longer inspired. Yep. 
the best thing they could do. And then yeah. they, they, they decide together, is there hope or is it time to move on to something else? You know, Correct. it's time to. And I spend a lot of time um, in that in that space, and and I it's not something I would ever share publicly for for many obvious reasons. Um, you know, almost my entire position has to be, and my whole staff understands this, our culture has to be a culture of, uh, of trust yeah, confidentiality. and confidentiality. So I would never mention any names. Right, of course not names. I'm just saying in general. Well, it, a couple. I mean, if you know, it's if, a, be, <laughs> if there was no water in this thing. You know. <laughs> but it is a good favor that one can do for their boss is, is bring it's, them up to date in terms uh, of how it's It's getting inspired. them to a place where they're, you had asked you know, earlier, what was the impetus? The impetus wasn't that we were losing people per se, right. just that people were kind of hitting a plateau and not, not really thriving anymore so the question is what would what it what would it take uh, for that to happen so for example this year we transitioned one of our staff members from one city in fact this person was one of the one of the most successful um, McCarvin and NCSY it's just the nature of that community um, in terms of the impact on family sometimes you know we have right. staff who are who are most are nefesh I'll say you know we As have their family we are. have a good with two three pizza stores you know on the on, right. the, on the on the avenue um, Central Avenue, for those who know that one, and and, and you could fill in the blank. Right. Um, Yehuda Marilis, who you'll meet, um, you know, on Sunday, who's getting smicha from Las Vegas, um, who's from who's from this area. You know, he doesn't have uh, five pizza stores to choose from. Although right. Vegas actually does have some stores. <laughs> Bad example. Um, no, but the family's sacrifice is well no, known. Sure, I mean, come you on. Know, they don't have a choice of yeshivas. You know, that's that's the yeshiva, and they have to make that work. And not just that, but the whole family gets involved in the whole kiruv aspect of it. I Absolutely. mean, they're you know. Their home is is an open home usually to you know to anybody who's in need spiritually, and they try to uh, mm-hmm. you know they try to get involved and to be part of the whole process. Uh, Rabbi Ari Rockoff is here. We're talking about his uh, uh, leadership development department. He is the first director of leadership de- leadership development at the OU. Uh, Sunday, the new people show up. Monday is the first day of conference. When does it end? Wednesday. On Wednesdays, that's a real. I mean, we're, yeah. th- we're talking about that's a multi. Uh, it's the only time. It's a long that, conference for twenty eighteen. It's the only time that we get together the entire year. So we have um, an entire track for partner organizations. They come on Wednesday to meet. Uh, we have an entire track for OU departments to come so they can meet. So we sort of maximize it on all sides because you know think our, our success is that we're not centralized. We're decentralized. So our South American. A branch comes our Israeli. We have NCSY in right. Israel now in right. twelve different communities. I mean, I don't know if you featured them in the past. Sure. So about they're, they're all coming in for the first time. They're really uh, you know expanding, and for them, it's a lifeline. For them, it's their chance. You know, it's uh, you'll see. There's an energy of connection that I found so interesting coming in from the outside. Because when you're working in one building, okay, so you saw them at lunch yesterday. Right. You know, there's no the water cooler is virtual. It's not actually right. there's no actual physical. Well, there'll space. be people that they meet that they'll be in touch with afterwards and just get advice from and. You know, run stuff by, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but they have to know them. So yeah, of course. this is their chance to meet, you know, kind of face-to-face. Yeah, nothing like the face-to-face. And then afterwards, they're able to keep a relationship going. Correct. Um, is there anyone listening now who says to themselves they'd love to be part of this that can? Or it's only, it's literally, if you're on the OUNCSY staff, that's who it's made for, and, and that's the purpose of it. Um, the, the answer is, yeah, this is an internal conference, so it's, right. not, um, it's not open to the public. Hopefully people will be able to listen right. uh, to, to, you know, to your broadcast. You know, one of the motivations, I was talking to Miriam about this some months back, actually at Yom NCSY when right. you were doing the broadcast there, is that you know, I, want, um, you know, I want this opportunity to be able to kind of highlight you know, our staff, who many people don't know. You know, we've had staff in the organization, you know, 25, 30, almost 40 years. So. Yeah, we've met a lot of summer program Correct. staff, but not the not regular the staff. staff right? And they're, they're on the ground, you know, really doing the, uh, the holy work 
and I think it's important that um, that 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 our community have sort of a little window into into that. And for those who are going to be listening Monday night, who are familiar with the history of NCSY, I bet you will hear about programs. Uh, that we never dreamed of, you know, really innovative, interesting things that people are doing around the country that Absolutely. would be completely foreign to people from my generation, frankly. <laughs> Absolutely, correct. This is not your uh, mother-in-law's NCSY. That's correct. for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, the skydiving events have... Uh, you yes, know, I think we're rappelling down buildings, but that's, you know, that's the new normal these days, It right? is uh, certainly true. Rabbi Ari Rockov is here, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time will be the first time we'll air live uh, from uh, Staff Con. Literally stands for Staff Convention, I assume. Sure. Uh, and that's going to be uh, up in Connecticut uh, with uh, NCSY. And then, of course, you'll have an opportunity uh, on more than one occasion after that to hear uh, the entire broadcast as we speak to a variety of people with the OU and NCSY. Um, so you'll have the opportunity both uh, during the daytime and, of course, obviously Monday night to tune in and uh, discover all of this. Rabbi Rockoff, anything you'd like to add into this uh, conversation? I'll just add one thing. We have a unique program that you'll be uh, featuring, so perhaps this is a coming yeah. attraction. We're doing um, actually a Chaga Smicha. Oh, yeah. What's this about exactly? Um, 15 staff. Rabbi Benevitz um, is somehow involved in this? Rabbi Benevitz is involved. Um, this Doesn't is he have under, enough on his plate already, Rabbi Rocco? I, he might be listening. <laughs> He's definitely up and awake. He might be listening in Israel. I'll, I'll allow him to do a rebuttal on uh, Monday. <laughs> Got um, it. I, I won't be speaking on Monday. We'll let him take my slot. All but right, um, no under the leadership of Rabbi Lashak, who's one of our veteran senior Torah educators based out of Dallas, Texas. He's been there over 30 years. And Rabbi Yachmiel Fried who's a Rosh Kola there, and actually a product of NCS, a proud product of NCSY, who's published many Sfarim, people might know his name. Um, we started a Smicha program two years ago. It was, um, it was uh, initiated by, by our staff, including staff in South America. So we have some remarkable stories. You'll meet Martin Leibovich from uh, Buenos Aires, as an example. You know, some, some in this community might remember him as the, uh, the, the all-star of the YU basketball team. Of course, team. Martin Leibovich. Martin Leibovich will be getting Smicha on Monday. I remember Martin as a ball player. Martin is. I don't uh, think he knew what the word smicha he, was back then. He's got then. a couple inches on you still. Not but, insulting uh, him, but no, he was no. not. He was not in any way. Not at all. He was playing D two up in uh, Bangor, right. Maine, if I remember something like that. And uh, remarkable story. He's been. Uh, he's a product of NCSY from Argentina. Came, that was part of his journey. He went back um, and has devoted the last you know five years of his life to building back the community in Buenos Aires and is now going to be uh, completing Smicha um, along with three others from our, from uh, South America and 12 others from uh, from North America. So it's a very unusual event, something that we're very proud of. You know, a lot of what you'll see on Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's not just a conference. You know, StaffCon could be, uh, we could sell, right. you know, Comic-Con or right. it could be any, any convention. It's about, um, you know, really highlighting and showcasing tour growth, professional growth you know the whole staff the whole staff con is run by staff you'll meet chelsea rosenberg from phoenix arizona yossi schwartz from the five towns these are mashi polstein from chicago these they're running the conference i don't do, i mean you know, right. I, I sort of stand in the You're back supervisor. Uh, no but this is their leadership this is a leadership incubator this is how they um you know contribute to the organization beyond their role that's how they grow so the chaga smicha very much is uh kind of the tip of the iceberg we have Ari kunstler who did the ncsy app right i don't know if you know that sure so, he was sitting right there when okay. when we introduced it with kiwi kiwi and kiwi free, kiwi yeah. free will be getting smicha 
Amazing. So it's um. So I think it will be. He's a, a good fun, guy to celebrate with. He's a great guy to celebrate <laughs> with. So uh, we have a couple of uh, NCSY Colel um, Colel boys who will be uh, doing some singing as well. So uh, you might be uh, Yeshiva Boys Choir. You know, watch out. <laughs> uh, but kidding aside, it's going to be a very unique uh, opportunity. I'm glad you're going to be there. Is it? I assume based on what the history you just gave, it's a two-year smicha program essentially. It's two years of intense. It's study. a two-year smicha program, and we'll start another cohort um, based on interest. You know, this is about us trying to find, as an institution, you know, consistent with the whole leadership development construct that we started with. It's identifying opportunities for professional growth, for um, which includes also their education, making sure that they have the. Uh, the, you know the the learning background and the skills, and part well. of it is, and, and not only not only the learning and the skills, which obviously is the most important, but frankly, when you have the title, it could be very effective it's, and very uh, helpful. It's really crucial, yeah. And for many of, of them, for Martin Leibovich, you know, these are this is uh, you know a lifeline for Torah learning, you know, f- with the internet and, sure. and obviously the ability to learn with Rabbi Frieda in Dallas from Argentina. That's right. not something we could do uh, twenty years ago. I'll add one more thing, which sure. is I know you're having Ruth Judah Michelle. Yes, um, on they'll the show. be on later this week. Correct. So he he's actually one of our newest hires. Um, so he'll hopefully how's be his joining. evaluation got? Is he okay? Um, we'll, is we'll, he up there? <laughs> you know, what? you'll ask him how he's doing so far. Um, but he's uh, he's he's well known to to your audience, I'm sure. He's, he's a legend. Uh, in the Jewish he's a legend community, in the Jewish community. Correct. So he's uh, um, he's been hired as are the mashpia of of the advisor community, you know, of NCSY. So over six hundred internationally. internationally, and he's playing a really significant role. He's just begun, so we'll have, you know, him, he's going to be playing a significant, significant role. He has already made a huge impact. Um, you know, he has a pretty big following. Yeah. But it's it's really significant because we know that we need to build, you know, the that community and invest in our in our farm team. If he's a newbie, he'll have to be there on Sunday. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So just remind him when you speak to him. <laughs> Rabbi Rockoff, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Rabbi Ari Rockoff is the Director of Leadership Development at the OU. You've heard over the last uh, half hour or so how the majority at this point of what he's doing is concentrating on NCSY. Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be there at StaffCon to speak to some of these remarkable people that Rabbi Rockoff either mentioned or alluded to. And that program will certainly uh, be repeated uh, more than once. You'll have an opportunity here at the Nachum Siegel Network to hear that uh, that presentation and that visit with a very, very talented group of people in NCSY. And frankly, uh, one and I said this earlier in the show, one of the uh, it's always fun to be invited to be part of the NCSY experience, whether it's in Israel, here, etc. But it is so gratifying to see up close and personal how these young people, in so many cases, are becoming effective and important leaders in our community. And uh, part of that process, uh, we will see up close and personal this coming Monday night. My thanks again to Rabbi Rockoff. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Yeah. 
JM in the AM. Chaim David Burson. It's uh, Kulanu Nizamer here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Rena selection done by Baruch Levine. Simcha Liner in there with Rubono. Aaron Razel had Redemption Time off of the Aliyah Revolution album here at JM in the AM. 8.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Big thank you to Rabbi Ari Rockwell for joining us earlier. Thanks to those who are commenting on our app. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Ellie, listener Ellie says, I heard that Shavasar Matabas falls on Zayed Cheshman once every 436 years. Yeah, well, uh, Ellie, I don't even think that's true. And it is pretty funny. Uh, we we had a, uh, a, a Shavasar Matabas morning chizik this morning, which we're still not sure why. But that was a, uh, that's a good line. I must say that's a very good line. Um, um, listener Nachum wants to hear Berchus Abundant from Ohad. We'll see if we could do that coming up also from our app. So earlier I mentioned that Zion Cheshvan is the day. Today is Zion Cheshvan. Today's the 7th of Mar Cheshvan. And it's the day they start saying, and they did already last night, start saying Vesein Talumatar in Israel. We don't say it until uh, the beginning of December. And I've asked Rabbi Heber to join me because yesterday I found out something else about Zion Cheshvan. Then, uh, then Mark, uh, Mark Zamek just tossed in uh, a comment. Uh, he texted me and said Zion Cheshvan is the yard side of Rabbi Meir Shapiro, the founder of Dafyomi. So yet another distinction for this uh, seventh day of Mar Cheshvan here at uh, JM in the AM on this uh, Tuesday morning. And as we said, Shabbos is the yard side of Rachel Imenu, according to tradition on the 11th. Of uh, Mar Cheshvan. Uh, a reminder, the um, FJB Unity website, that's where you can uh, that's where you can sponsor all or part of a JMN broadcast. We have the Kalbach special coming up a week from Thursday on his yard site. Uh, go to fjbunity.org, give generously, sponsor whatever you wish, and uh, be part of, uh, of this broadcast by either uh, remembering someone with a yard site or um, uh, or sponsoring something in honor of someone's birthday, whatever it is that you want to do, uh, do it by going to fjbunity.org and supporting our efforts. More coming up. It's JM in the AM, and this is brand new, hot off the press from Eitan Freilich.
Als Tatemame in die junge Jorden seinen Hossen und Kalle geworden, seinen sie herein zum Reben, sein Broch ist zu nehmen. Und Otte die Broche hat der Rebe sie gegeben. Mach lichtig und warm, warum sich, warum sich lichtig und warm. Bitte rebest der Weih, ich mach ein lichtig, lichtig und warm, weil ich mach lichtig und warm, warum sich, warum sich lichtig und warm. Bitte rebest der Weih, ich mach ein lichtig, lichtig und warm, weil Warum sich lichtig und warm, bitte rebisch der Weih, ich mach ein lichtig, Ich bin der 
JM in the AM. It's uh, Simcha Liner, of course, off Project Relax, Israeli edition. Tuesday broadcast, JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. As I mentioned earlier, I spoke to uh, Elliot Weiselberg yesterday, and uh, it seems that the Yeshiva League Sports Update will be ready to roll in the 7 o'clock hour on Tuesdays, either next week or the week after. Looking forward to another great season. Spread the word, everybody. If you want to hear what's happening in the world of Jewish sports, Yeshiva League Sports, you want to tune into a JM and the AM at the minimum every single Tuesday morning in the 7 o'clock hour. Benny Friedman before that with Lichtig and Varum. You heard Eitan Freilich brand new with Ivdu off the album Peace Will Come. Yavo Shalom here at JM and the AM. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. Full day, of course, including JM Rewind coming up next. Ironically, we've been talking about getting Rabbi Heber back on for a uh, an addendum if you will, to our conversation from two Fridays ago about the uh, year 5779. And ironically, he is part of JM Rewind coming up next. JM Rewind will feature our conversation from Israel with uh, John Medved. It will feature David Cutler, who was uh, who is, continues to be uh, amazing in his role as the head of the NCSY summer programs. And uh, it will include Rabbi Heber from two Fridays ago when we discussed 5779 here at JM. And it's all coming up between 9 and 10 Eastern time right after JM in the AM. Live lunch with Avrami happens between 11 and 1 o'clock. On this Tuesday, he'll be doing that from our Beit Shemesh studios in Israel. So make sure to be listening all day long to everything we have to offer right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Brand new Ohad is next at JM in the AM.
turn to Israel and are like dreamers. All the leaders of the world are trying to understand how, while our people flood back in from all the nations, and after centuries of tears, we see you, Hashem, in everything and await your warm embrace of full redemption.
גאולה, אלפי שנים תפילה גדולה. ובעין יש דמעה של נחמה. J.M. and A.M. Tuesday, Israel Bill Vavot. We discussed it uh, yesterday when Simon Jacob was here. An amazing song, Ohad, Kinderlach, Itzik Dadya, and others, the entire cast, in a beautiful song in tribute to the land of Israel and the gift that the land of Israel is from the one above. Ohad, brand new before that, Ve'ez Kelen Again is the name of that song off of Bisha'at Tovah. Here at Simcha Liner in there from Project Relax. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSegal.com on the NahumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMN. My thanks to Rabbi Ari Rockoff. Coming up next, it's uh, John Medved, David Cutler, Rabbi David Heber, all part of JM Rewind, starting uh, right now at 9 a.m. Eastern Time until 10 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, it'll be Avrami. He'll be hosting a live lunch from Israel. Avrami on between 11 and 1 
right in the middle of your work day. Enjoy. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.